Hello everyone, this is Brandon, and welcome to Brands Tech. How are you all? So today I have some amazing people here today as guests who will be joining me in just a little bit. I really hope that you enjoyed this group interview that we were able to do, and I'm real excited to share it with you all. This episode will begin in just one moment, so please stay tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the to the interview panel here on Brandstack. I hope that everyone's been doing well. So today, I have some amazing guests with me here today, and I'm actually going to give each of them a little bit of time to go ahead and introduce themselves before we go ahead and get started for today. All right, uh, I guess I'll go first. My name is Daniel Phillips. I am a senior in high school, and I'm super excited to be here today. All right, uh, I guess we'll go next. My name is Carl Hayden. I have been on Brandon's pod podcast before, and I'm really excited to see this. I'm currently a freshman at Ooh, the nice. uh, college. Freshman. All right, so I'm Matt, or Matthew Peralta, and um, I'm like Daniel. I'm a high school senior, and I'm just, I'm going, I'm honored to be here as a second time guest. So let's get the show on the road. Yeah, so I'm glad that, of course, each of you are here with me today. And so. I'm going to go ahead and start off with, first of all, how are you all today? I hope that everyone's been doing well. Doing great. Just surviving. <laughs> surviving just doing what you can yeah. in this pandemic. Yeah, speaking of the pandemic, it's now been one year since the since everything closed down, that everything... Happy yeah. anniversary! Uh, <laughs> happy anniversary! Right. So how has that been for you all? Oh, boy. <laughs> Gotta love it. Well, who wants to start? I've been at home. Ups and downs. Yeah. Yep. Like, it's been weird because of the uh, the, the lockdowns here. Yeah, it's just... It's very, very interesting. I mean, we've been, like, staying at home a lot. Of course, my family doesn't really get out much. We live in the, the boonies. So, <clears throat> but, yeah, no. There's nothing really to do. You know, you can't do anything. You can't go out with friends easily. I mean, now you can, as opposed to a couple months ago, but it's completely it feels completely different yeah but you're getting normal now ish yeah i mean i kind of agree with you on that where it's hard to do anything and just for me i think personally it was just kind of like this whole school year has just kind of been like an extension of my summer because i feel like i haven't actually mm -hmm. done anything different from when it was summer just kind of like yeah <laughs> just, except for you know, adding schoolwork but that's about it mm -hmm. just kind of staying yeah. at home doing nothing. school's been in a lot of ways like a joke you know oh, in some yeah. ways it's been in some ways it's been normal other ways it just hasn't Online school is just a whole different thing. Most, most of ninety percent of it is just awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know for me, the like my mentality is still like, okay, so we're we're almost ready for summer twenty twenty. Like that that's that's soon, right? Like it's it feels break. like we've been on yeah. spring break or or extended Forever. spring break, right? With yeah. COVID for, for, for a whole year. year. <laughs> that's what it feels like. Like yeah, my, my mom the other day, so I, we, we have dogs. We have to go get them checked at the vet. She's like, yeah, you know, you, you got to go take them in so they can get their nails clipped and they can get their shots. And I'm like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I did that like a month ago. She's like, no, you did it a year ago. And it, it finally hit. I, <laughs> like, I, 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 and I don't know yeah. if it's like been a good year or a bad year is a thing. I mean, it's been a kind of mm -hmm. pretty bad year, but. It, it just, it just kind of yeah, happened. Yeah. yeah. It was like we've been suspending time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, man, if you could just start this whole year over differently, oh, yeah. I would. 
Oh yeah. 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 And so I know, you know, speaking of a year, can you believe that the last time that each of us spoke, I know the people listening don't know, but the last time that we all spoke together was actually in August, well, July of 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. that was that was like eight months yeah. ago. Uh, it really doesn't seem like it, though. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it seems like just last week I got off of that, you know, got yeah. off of the summer program. That's crazy. You know, time flies, I, dude. I mean, it sure does. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know about you guys. It, it feels like it's been a year since then, man. Like, I, I know I said it feel, feels like we've been suspending time, but my ice semesters have not been fun. Yeah. I mean, like, does, does anyone else feel like COVID has just kind of made the school year go by really fast? Or if, yes. like, for me, like, as a high school, I don't know about you, know, you two college students, but as, like, you know, Daniel, as a high schooler, do you feel like the years just kind of whiz by? It's already spring break, basically? In, in the moment, it feels like it's the slowest thing ever. And then looking back on it, it was, like, just gone. Like, I barely remember yeah, well, any of it. Where did Christmas go, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh boy it's like super monotonous too so like i feel like that kind of made it just kind of a blur because every day was just kind of like blending each other you know Mm -hmm. i feel you on that one so yeah so i know each of us all have a you know a pretty big interest in stem you know across the board and so yeah and so i would like to definitely take some time right here and go ahead and you know talk about that and explore that a little so i'm not sure who wants to really start off with that and really how you know stem has uh, helped you or impacted you in any way? I guess I can go and I'll make it as short and sweet as possible. Um, <clears throat> my dad's been an IT guy since I've been born, and I have been basically always engrossed in nerddom and uh, space and Star Wars and sci-fi and anything and everything you can think of that's like that. And I guess just it was kind of a no-brainer because I was always decently good at math and decently good at science throughout school that I was going to go to STEM, and after having gone to uh, the space camp in Huntsville, Alabama, I then kind of realized my vision for what I really, really enjoy. And then, of course, we had the VEST and VAST programs that really hit home with me, and basically they, they encouraged me to do and study what I am planning to study right now, which is aerospace engineering. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I, I think I... Well, a little bit of a similar path to Carl in that way that like I've just always kind of been sucked in by like, you know, just all kinds of sci-fi nerd stuff, you know, and just technology in general. Like just, you know, I, I'm constantly reading articles or like learning new things or talking to my dad about like different technology that's coming out and stuff like that. And it's always fascinated me. Um, I built my own computer for the first time over a year ago now. Jeez, that was a while ago. Um, and it's just, you know. Even that was just like just so eye opening for me. It was so awesome. Um, Here's a pre quarantine. Yeah, exactly. I was the timing on that was very lucky. Um, <laughs> but it just I've always been fascinated by technology and science and space and all that stuff. And I've just always kind of known that something involving you know engineering or mathematics of some kind is just what I've wanted to do. All right. So I guess um, for me, it was more of like same thing like on carl's like a mix of just both of you guys where like my parents are both involved in the medical field so i've kind of been like exposed to it more or less and then it's just i was kind of just taking an interest in like biology and just like the sciences and stuff and i just i don't know it's, it's just like i was kind of interested in like anatomy and stuff and just the human body is like so fascinating so i was like i kind of want to learn more about that like by being a doctor and maybe being even like going further and doing something like specializing but yeah just you know 
everything around me just kind of influenced what I wanted to do. I'm still kind of figuring it out as I go, but I kind of have like a rough idea of what I need or not what, what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, that's actually really great to hear that for each of you, that you all have, you know, the various, you know, different backgrounds in, yeah, in STEM, especially like with, for most of y'all with, I think all of y'all with your parents in some capacity. I know for me, <laughs> I am probably the most, I guess, tech savvy person like in, in my family, uh, technology is just really, it's always really fascinated me. I mean, I've always grown up with the technology around me. And so, and so for me, it's just sort of where it's like, Ooh, what does this do? You know? So I've always been a very curious person trying to figure out, you know, really how everything goes and, you know, how does that work? I mean, I just remember even as far back as elementary school, like looking at a, a TV in the cafeteria and staring at it and like, Huh, I wonder how that was built. Like, you know, where where do those chords come in? Like that has really always been, I guess, my mindset behind things and how things work, how people interact with it. And so yeah, and so really I'm just glad that I'm t- today surrounded by you all who are just really interested in all of this. Yeah. I think I think we're really lucky in the time that we live in that it's so accessible. You know, I mean, obviously the pandemic, things have changed and all that, all that stuff. But like the general context of the world around us, technology permeates pretty much everything we do, everything we see, you know, it's a really STEM as a field has become more accessible, I think, to anyone than it ever has been. I mean, the fact that we did something like VAS Mm -hmm. or VES and it wasn't like, you know, 50 years ago, something like that would have been something that like, you know, the richest kid on the block would get sent to by his parents or something like that. But the fact that anyone Mm -hmm. could apply for that. And, you know, have a chance at being able to participate in something that amazing is really cool. And I feel really lucky to be able to live in a time when that's possible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's just we're, we're in a, a really good age with the, the in, I guess, introduction of the Internet here 20 years ago. Having that and just how much it's really impacted the world and world trade and anything and everything you can think of has been impacted by that. I mean, education here, I mean, what, what, we're all attending Zoom school, right? Zoom University. So, I mean, it's, it's all, it's really unique to see how technology, and I, I think, I think that's probably why, why we all enjoy STEM so much because we can see how yeah. much of an impact it can have Very true. on the world around us for good and, and bad, sadly, but yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I know, you know, in today's time, like with everything being virtual, you know, because of the pandemic, as we just said, it's where we can see that, you know, w- what happens in STEM really does make an impact and it really is vital for things to continue going. Yeah, for sure. And like Carl said, especially now, <laughs> we are more dependent on technology than we have ever been ever in the history of all time. You know, yeah, you can say that again. Our lives cannot function as they are without the accessibility of technology that we have, the internet, um, you know, even just the fact that I'm on my computer right now, stuff like that, you know, that was, if we didn't have this, we'd be at a hard stop in so many yeah. ways. School would just be, you know, out the window. It would have been completely different. So um, mm-hmm. it's definitely, it's definitely crazy. It, mm-hmm. I, it really is just fun to be able to learn about something that's that impactful and think I could have a, a career and make like a difference in a field that's doing something like that's, you know, part of everyone's life. You know, it's unavoidable. And I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, we won't even be able to really even do this this call 
you know, if it wasn't for technology or even meat for that matter, the pandemic really would have shut us down if we weren't, yeah, if we weren't, if they didn't have the resources to really be able to, you know, to make the, you know, the real summer academy for the earth system science program to really be able to make that virtual this summer. Yeah, we wouldn't have been able to even met and yeah, this would have been possible in the first place. So I'm just really grateful that, you know, for modern technology and that, you know, we're able to do this. I know I'd said in a podcast, I think at the beginning of 2020, I said, I don't know how, but some way, somehow there's going to be a big push that's going to make us go from, you know, technology is just a tool that we're using to technology is our everyday life. I was like, sometime this year, which at that time it was last year, it's like sometime this year, I don't know how, it's just, it's going to happen overnight. I didn't think it was going to be because, you know, a year ago, a pandemic was just going to shut everyone down all at once. But yeah, it, yeah, it really just comes to show, you know, the big impact this has, but. Curse this, Brandon. You jinxed it. <laughs> you jinxed the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, you're you're completely right though um you're 100 right like this oh meeting God. this podcast none of this would be possible um and it, it just it just blows my mind the fact that when you think about like everything that has to happen from point a to point b of all the technology all the people all of the inventions that have had to get you know my data from my microphone and my camera to your computer back home like the, the process of that is is unbelievable and it's always fascinated me um and I think, you know, that field is only going to continue to grow and become more important in the coming years, for sure. Yeah, I think for for me, one of the coolest things that my dad explained to me, and it makes full sense now, is that, you know, when we were, when we were watching the Super Bowl, for example, right? I mean, not, not this year because of obvious reasons, but you'll hear somebody, like, yell or scream, or like, like everybody's like, oh, gosh, a touchdown, right? Now, because the way sound travels, right, science, uh, you're the camera and the audio receiver and everything, somebody at home on their couch has the potential to hear it before somebody at the back of the, the, back of the uh, stadium, which is really mind-boggling to me. That's crazy. Wow. That's actually, that's pretty cool. That's yeah. like, gives you something to think It's really about. crazy. And it's all because of how fast our internet speeds are and how efficient all of our data transfers are wow that's mm-hmm. pretty cool it's unbelievably fast it's really crazy <clears throat> i never thought about that that's really cool i think i heard i was talking to my dad about this the other day something else i heard that just blew my mind that was like just shows how cool and how advanced we are you know as a species right now since we have first put people on the international space station we have never had every person on earth at the same time mm. since then since then the day before we put people on the International Space Station was the last time every human was on Earth at the same time. Since then, there has always been someone who is not on the planet, which just blows my mind. The fact that we've gone like so many years now and, you know, just had people in space just floating up there. It's crazy. Yeah, just, that's that is just kind of mind blowing how you can just imagine like, you know, people like living, quote unquote living, not like they can't like stay there permanently, but they're like, you know, yeah, they're surviving up there comfortably. Mm for an extended amount of time that's just crazy yeah and the fact that we can just say okay get on top of this like explosion you know this controlled explosion we've made i promise it won't explode and you're going to be in space in a couple minutes Mm -hmm. like that's crazy 
you know the fact that we can say that or we just landed a rover on mars oh yeah you know oh yeah and the, and the fact that that's something that's just kind of like yeah that happened at this point you know for some people it's just like oh yeah cool yeah, yeah no, they did no, that. no 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 okay you know the best part of, of that of the perseverance um I, I think the best part of that is, is the terror the fact that because of how far away it mm-hmm. is because we use radio signals that they had to completely automate everything to do to work yes. it for, work mm-hmm. without any interruption without any human interaction for seven minutes straight and it not only did it have to just go into the atmosphere it had to land itself that yeah that, oh my god any any input we give it will be eight minutes late before like when it starts landing it's not even going to receive until mm-hmm. it's landed so there's literally there is zero that anyone can do to control it. It has, has to do it all. So that's crazy. You're right. That's totally crazy. It's the fact incredible. that we can do that. But it just it just blows my mind that they like built this thing, and then they were like, okay, let's put it on top of this rocket, and now we're gonna send it to another another planet, and it's going to land itself on another planet. You know, and that's just crazy. The fact that we could do that it absolutely blows my mind. And they have you know the footage of it landing, oh, yeah. just like a never before seen thing, really. And it's just, you know, it's just unbelievable. It's so crazy how it all works. It really is. But on that note, does it ever make you guys, like, sad that we'll never be able to, like, explore, like, space? Like, we're we're probably going to be, like, you know, dead before any of that happens. Because I always, I think about that, like, sometimes where it's like, I look up at the sky and I'm just like, man, I'll never get to see what's out there for myself. Maybe, like, my grandkids or something, but not me. Yeah, (laughs) I, I think for me, it's like, we think that, but, like, you never know. You know, like someone, someone our age, like in, I don't know, 19, 1940, right? Would have been like, if, if the idea of touching the moon was even a thing, then they would have been like, yeah, it's going to be like my great grandkids who see that. But they could have easily been alive to see that mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know? Like, we never know what's going to transpire mm-hmm. between now and in 40, you know, 20, 40, 50 years from now. Anything could happen. And I, I just think it would be exciting to be a part of that, you oh, know? Yeah. I think that's what excites me oh, yeah, most. For sure. I think sort of, that's what excites me most about being like in the STEM field. You know, being able to study that it's like I could be a part of something that could allow people to touch like just distant stars or something like that. It just blows my yeah, mind. Yeah, in response to you, Matthew, I got to say that I guess for me, doing studying aerospace, it was it was more of an idea that wow, number one, space is really cool, and, and flight is always interesting, in my opinion. Uh, there's that but then in addition you know just thinking about how i, I guess i i think that that there's supporting roles whatever you want to I'm, I'm gonna get very very particular here um you know everybody's job there's some sort of reason for it right i mean if you're even if you're just a janitor right you're making sure everything's clean Right. If you're if you're working at McDonald's, you're flipping hamburgers for the guy who's for the manager, and then ultimately the guy who's at the drive-through. Right. I guess I, I've always thought about that. I want my job to mean something in some capacity and have some impact on the on the human race. And I think that either working in the defense industry to help defend America or um, just working in NASA, which is what something I would really want to do, or working in the aerospace industry because of the fact that, you know, I could have a, a role in helping progress humanity past past our solar system and past the confines of our of Earth here. I, and I, I really think that's, that's why I want to do what I want to do. Totally agree. Totally agree. The fact that I could do something when I'm older, that would... 
that would enable that is 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 just excites me to death to be able to like you know a lot of people don't want to grow up and get a job but like if that's what i can grow up and get a job doing then like you know speed me up please you know <laughs> yeah because <laughs> that would be that would be amazing but in response to your question i i do think sometimes it's a little bit like i wish i could live longer to see like just how far we can send it you know like way in the line to like 300 years from now i i wish i could see how far we get you know mm-hmm. that that that's something so that does sadden me a little bit sometimes to think like man there could be something like really cool that happens like re- like the day after i die you know <laughs> or something exactly. like that what if, what if they find out aliens exist or like you know yeah something like that we can actually like travel and you know they find out figure out a way of like well, it's just like sci-fi talk at this point, but you know, it's like it's it's nice to dream sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, really, just be able to, you know, listen to you all. You know, we can really tell that, you know, we all really have a large interest within this field, and really, it, it is so interesting to see how, yeah, you know, how much really, you know, people can do, and how much was really accomplished within you know, just the last several years. I mean, you know, within our lifetimes, we've just seen so much, you know, technology innovation just really sparking. And it's not even that you know, all of this just happened just now, but it's accumulations of all of the several past decades, you know, really just, you know, it's all accumulating into the present day. And so, yeah, it's just really exciting sometimes to just really to just really see what we can do when we all are working together and all working for the same mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think that is one of the coolest things about science as well. It's like, it doesn't care who you are, you know? Um, and a lot of people who are in science don't care who you are either. Like if you have, if you're smart and you have great ideas and you know, you're doing something amazing, like nobody cares like who you are, what you look like or anything like that. And I think that's, that's probably one of my favorite things about it for me is, is I feel like it's one of the most progressive fields to be in you know stem because it's 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 so small and it's still growing that like anyone who could contribute to it is welcome and i I think that's really cool um it's always excited me as well yeah and so one of the things that i also wanted to touch on was it kind of goes back to what what you all were saying um just a few minutes ago and it's about the fact that you know with the way that we're able to communicate right now with you know, being online. And so I know for many of us, you know, especially right now in this current pandemic, you know, communication has not necessarily been the easiest thing. It's not like how it was before where we can just, you know, walk on over to, to someone's house or just see them at school. You know, things are really different now. And so just overall, how has it been for, you know, for you all to really be able to communicate? And I know, you know, having done podcasts with each of you, past and i'm sure with um with you all again in the future many of you have actually said that you know video games has actually really helped with you know being able to communicate and bring you all together and so overall you know if you're able to take some time and go ahead and you know touch on that because i'd really like to hear what you all have to say you know about that especially with each other listening here Okay, so um, I, I guess I go first again. Okay, I'm a very social person. You know, I, I really, really enjoyed discussions in class when we were in, in high school. And just it, it, it's always fun to hear somebody else's opinion and 
because the way people talk is mostly um, mostly body language, right? It's really, really difficult to understand what somebody's truly saying when it's over, like like a phone call or a Zoom call or something like that, right? I think that, in addition to not having the physical, I guess, presence of somebody else, it has really, honestly, for me, it's it's if it it made me it makes me feel weird because I miss seeing people and having like human to human interaction and it's like a rare treat when i can now it's really weird i would never have expected this but response to your video game thing i think for <coughs> for for a great many people games were taken up at the beginning of the pandemic and still are a thing now like the industry grew incredibly when video when the pandemic hit because what else are you going to do at home right what are you going to do for fun at home besides like watch movie or tv right that gets kind of dull sometimes Games are a way for somebody to, for people across the world to connect, and especially certain games have a sense of community within them, and I think that that's really really cool. I know personally, I I, I play with friends that I met. Um, let's see here, and and actually in middle school, I, I play with friends I still met at mid, in middle school, and we we okay, <clears throat> not in middle school, but. During Space Camp, when I first went to Space Camp, I still play with those friends that I made there on Xbox, like basically weekly. And it's really, really cool to see that. In addition, uh, I I play a lot of Destiny, and there's a really cool sense of community there. And I've gotten a lot of friends since the pandemic started, actually. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll pass. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. I think... This year's rough in a lot of ways for me, like mental health wise, you know, um, I think it was for everyone. Um, and I don't know <laughs> if I had not built my computer when I did, it gotten access to, to it when I did, I don't know what I would have done this whole, this whole pandemic. It would have been awful. Um, cause I would have had absolutely like no normal access in that way. Um, cause I play video games almost daily with my friends now, you know, cause like in school we don't really interact. So that's the only daily interaction I get with them. Um, and it's just, you know, it's just really amazing to me that I can do that. Um, and I just feel really lucky that I have access to that right now because it's something that the ability, like it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier with how cool technology is as well. The fact that like we can interact in that way in this virtual setting, you know, like I could move my character around and yours can move around and we could see each other doing that and we could punch <laughs> each other and whatnot and stuff like that. That's so cool. Um, and it's, it's always you know, really fascinated me in that way. Um, and I think for a lot of people, it's it's the only source of like mental health help that they get, you know, um, if they don't have resources at home, you know, and they, you know, we don't really have access to like counselors at school anymore, things like that. That's a lot more difficult. So I think for people who are struggling with, you know, mental health or depression right now or anything like that, it's all they have, you know, that's the only sense of normalcy anyone is getting in that way. Um, and I think we will continue to see growth in the video game industry going forward just because of i think more people are starting to realize that that it's not the thing that the pimply face kid does in his mom's basement every day you know and doesn't come out ever and see the sunlight you know it's it's something that people do because it actually means something to them and it actually you know it's good for them in a lot of ways um i think that's really cool 
Yeah, I kind of agree with you. So, I mean, I, I'm not going to rehash what you guys said because I'm going to basically say that I was thinking the same thing where, you know, like video games helps us stay in touch with old friends or, you know, just friends in general. But yeah, that's just what I've been doing this whole time. It's just kind of been playing games and just even actually not even multiplayer games. Like I just kind of video games is kind of like my therapy, just like play a nice single player game, you know, sit down for a couple hours just as a nice like relax or maybe at the end of the day, you know, you just play a couple games is like just to unwind. You just play a couple hours of like one game, you know, that's that. So that's just kind of how video games is like, actually, well, for me, it's like more of like a double-edged sword where it's like video games was a good time, like a good thing to, to pass time and like keep me occupied or keep me occupied during the pandemic. But it was also like a huge time waster because sometimes I get a little carried away instead of like, and I slack off of my duties. But, you know, I've kind of learned how to keep it in check in these past few weeks. So it's more of like a tool for good now. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Touching on what you said, actually, Matthew, um, games are <laughs> definitely a double-edged sword if you're not if you're not careful. Um, but yeah, I, I think that in terms of unwinding, I actually I I never actually realized it until uh, honestly the past month how how impactful I can be. So <clears throat> in junior year, it was it was really rough. I'm, I'm gonna tell a real quick story here. Junior year was really rough. I it, I just had so much coursework and I, I did way too many things. So I basically stopped playing any video games at all because all I would do, I, I explained brand my schedule during junior year was like, wake up, go to school, uh, school, 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 like sleep, sleep on the bus going to school and then do work, 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 then sleep on the bus going back to my other school and then work, 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 and then go to like soccer practice and then go home and then work for like an hour to take a shower and then pass out on the couch and wake back up. It was terrible, right? So uh, I didn't have any, honestly, any sort of outlet to let my energy go or frustrations go. I have any sort of <clears throat> coping me mechanism in terms of what, like getting, just, just unwinding, okay? And I realized that this past week, actually, because it's been really cool and really fun. I, I missed I, I missed playing video games during uh, during those years, and I, I had to drop one of my favorite video games, which is like a, a hobby, honestly, in, in and of itself. But because of that, I, I realized this past week that the, the week prior, I, I had basically played a game every night, like nothing crazy. I, ju I would just do it for fun, just to unwind, listen to music while I'm doing whatever single player game, and. <clears throat> Last week, I, I I didn't have time to do it, and like I actually saw a noticeable difference in my like happiness because I wasn't able to unwind from gaming, and it was it was really really weird. So I never I always thought like gaming was just like a fun pastime, but I didn't realize how impactful it actually was for me at least personally. Yeah, so I guess responding to what Matthew you said earlier as well, um, kind of like. The, the unwinding thing i think this until recently you know with this pandemic and stuff i agree with carl i didn't really realize how important that was to me either but everything like it just you just get so wrapped up in your head sometimes about all the things going on you know and like how messed up the world is and like all this stuff and you get all wrapped up in your own thoughts and then be able to sit here and like send myself into like another world for a little while you know where i don't have to think about any of that and my brain can just escape um, and then, you know, you feel a lot more relaxed when you come back to the normal things. You could you feel like you could parcel through it a little bit better. Um, I, it definitely is really important to me. And I'm sure a lot of other people, I totally agree 
that unwinding is probably one of the biggest things I do when I play, for sure. And that's when you just... <laughs> the gloves are off. Unless you're playing competitive, of course. <laughs> yeah, then it's just... <laughs> the gloves are off, yep. Yeah, I think for me, as the only non-gamer here... Yeah, I have heard so from so many of my guests on my podcast, including you all, that, you know, that really, you know, playing the video game truly allows you to do the unwind. And I've also heard, you know, from what you all had just discussed about the time management and how, you know, trying to make sure that you have enough time when you're really able to, you know, unwind, really be able to, you know, of course, communicate with friends who may also be playing the game and everything, but then also realize, you know, that you have, you know, that you can still have some time left to, you know, for yourself or for you know, anything else you want to do and setting your goals and, you know, really being able to, you know, keep essentially everything in check and also make sure that you're, you know, continuing to do well like with, it, with your schoolwork because that's also quite important as well. But yeah, I would actually like to go ahead and, you know, take a moment to touch on the, um, the Summer Academy in which we had all met. I know we had uh, touched on this a little bit earlier, but I did want to go ahead and yeah, a lot some time for this. So I'm not sure if you would actually like to go ahead and you know, really touch on this, but but is it, does anyone want to go ahead and tell the viewers really like about the Summer Academy and how we met? Yeah. Okay, I, I guess I can. Oh, no, you got it. You got it. All right. Uh, I guess I'll go then. Um, I think the coolest thing of the Summer Academy for me was was A, that I got to meet you guys um you know the fact that it just it managed to stick together such like a great group of kids i felt really lucky in that way um but i kind of mentioned this earlier you know the opportunity of being able to do that looking back on it it's like i can't believe i actually got to do that you know this whole camp where we get to go and you know meet up with a bunch of other like-minded students who are all like you know way smarter than i am and being able to um design a whole mission in just a couple of days and, and put this whole thing together and, and come up with ideas and, you know, bounce things off of each other and work like we're in a real team. You know, I think that's probably the coolest part of it for me is, is um, I got to make friends, but I also got to feel like I was working like I hope to one day, you know, I felt like I was doing my future job. Um, and that was really, that was really special for me. It's a, it's a feeling you don't really get anywhere else and you especially don't get from school. Um, so being able to get that feeling of like, wow, I could be doing the same thing one day when I'm older um it's really cool and who knows maybe we'll be working together one day who knows <laughs> yeah so to, to give it to give a really brief overview uh what, what the program we're talking about is in this case VES, which is virginia earth system science scholars it's a program that goes under the virginia space grant consortium which is uh, the, the space grant consortium is a national thing that goes across every single state and their entire thing is to try to get youth to learn about space and NASA and anything and everything in between through various, I guess, activities and things that happen. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I 100% agree with you, Daniel. I know, but personally, Daniel and I have done the uh, the predecessor, VASTS, which is the Virginia Earth and System Science Scholars and VES. And I, I personally really enjoyed our group this year. It was really different, though, uh, going from an in-person kind of like, you know, you're, you're, you get to go to Langley rather than, you know, sitting at home and doing it. But at the same time, it was good because we were able to talk with a lot more people and get a lot more feedback. And it was, 
I, I think it was, I, I don't know. The, the experiences at the in-person academy were great, but <clears throat> felt like it was more personal mm. being at the, uh, the, the online version. It felt more professional on the online thing, if that makes sense. I felt, like I said, like I felt less like I was at an academy mm-hmm. and more like I was like working, but not in like a bad way. You know, it was it provided that cool feeling of being like doing your actual job, you know, and we and you're right. We got to meet some really like amazing people and work with some really amazing people. But even in those interactions where it was people who actually worked at, at NASA working with us, it felt like me working at NASA, talking to someone else working at NASA to get their input on what I was doing, you know, and yeah. I, I felt like at, at, at the in-person one. That interaction was a little more like we're a bunch of students working on something and you're telling us what we should be doing differently. You know, it, it mm-hmm. felt a lot more like we were actually all like working together as opposed to like us working and then them being like, yeah, maybe do this. Or like, have you thought about this? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think that was particularly cool. It felt a lot more like I was actually working there as opposed to being brought there to learn. I think that was really cool. I, I, I agree. Matthew, what, what were your takes on uh, on the program? Well, I mean, unlike you guys, I kind of came into that, like that. Well, not came. I, I Vest was my first like ever like, program, and it was like it, you know it was online, so it didn't really get the full experience. But I'd say that overall, like I know I can't compare it because first of all, I've never been, and you know, there's second of all, they're two different things compared to the in person. But I say like as its own standalone thing. It wasn't bad. Like I had a lot of fun. You know, I met you guys and I learned a lot and I met some really like amazing and not I don't want to say like maybe influential, but like I think just important people mm-hmm. that in the in the science field. I was like really honored. And like it was I, I was this was kind of like a bad on my part, but like the first day there, I know it's kind of like the introductory day, uh, introductory day, but like it kind of like caught me off guard because I kind of knew what to expect, but like in my mind, I wasn't like mentally prepared for like doing work. So I kind of like kind of caught like blindsided me like that. Oh, this isn't like some sort of like fun little summer camp. I actually have to like, you know, turn on my school brain and think and stuff. So by the second day, I was all good to go. But like, you know, I just kind of wasn't like prepared for it because, you know, it was already like a month into summer and stuff. Yeah. And you were kind of had my summer brain on. But overall, I think it was a great experience. I just had a lot of fun. I learned a couple of things. I met some great people. So overall, even though it was a virtual experience, I'd have to say it was probably one of the best things that happened to me over the summer. Yeah, it's yeah, I was I was uh, definitely I was coming. I was going into it with having just finished, you know, the second half of of uh, my junior year, which was, you know, the pandemic and all that stuff, which was just a disaster. Oh, yeah. You know, they had to throw it together last minute. It was it was not their fault. You know, it was not the school system's fault. But it was like that. But it was not good. So I was going into this hearing, okay, now now my summer academy is going to be online. Like, this is going to be awful. <laughs> you know, I was thinking, like, how are they going to make this work? You know, I just don't see how it's going to work. And and they did. They made it work super well. Um, and it was, it was a million, billion times better than I had ever thought it was going to be, uh, which was just truly amazing because i was i was super worried that it just wasn't going to be the experience i wanted and they managed to make it work so like so smoothly um you know especially with the amount of time they had to plan it all and figure it all out they made it work so well Mm -hmm. and it was really amazing yeah i I think i think daniel that that's that was probably one of the coolest things the fact that of course my my school i was a senior at that time right so we we kind of just stopped school 
like like because because our our county has it doesn't have exactly a lot of funding so we don't have like chromebooks to give everybody and not everybody has internet like we have more deer than we have internet out in the country so <laughs> like we, it's it was really really for seniors it's kind of like look you already did all your courses you're like we're just going to take the grade that you had and go with it so there was that and it, it just kind of i've been basically off for for three months at this point and it, it felt really weird but then Matthew, like you were talking about, I mean, it was still a really cool experience. And my, my mind was also off, but I, I guess that it, it might not exactly appeal to a lot of people, but the experiences that you get at any of the space grant programs really help, I guess, they help you professionally understand how to write for one i know that personally for my junior year when i did fasts like dude my writing skills went from like eh to above par dude like i spent hours on those reports and they were some of the best and most proud works i've ever written i, I know that in addition to like the summer academies even though their work it was it was still like weirdly fun work and it was it was designed in a way that you could have fun and you're still learning while you're doing it. It was very stressful, don't get me wrong, but it was still absolutely 100% worth it. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with like the work aspect of it because a lot of people hear the term like work <laughs> and like stuff like that. And they're like, oh, it's going to stink. It's immediately going to stink. It can't be good if I have to do work, you know? But I think there's a difference between work and then chores, you know? And mm. I think a lot of us view like our schoolwork and stuff is going to like a chore because it's not something we're at all interested in. But I think Vest taught me how much more fun work can be even if it's just writing a paper when you actually care about what it is you're doing oh yeah you know so like although although the academy was like a like a grind in a lot of ways um stuff like that there were a lot of like really stressful moments where we we're all just like cranking stuff out you know i didn't feel like i was wasting my time or just stressing for no reason it felt like i was doing something really important and, and really fun and it made it just like the whole thing way better because otherwise it would have just if that had been for school i would be like this is awful but like for vest i was like this is so cool you know mm -hmm. it like it, my mind wasn't dwelling on the stress too much because i was so focused on how cool what i was doing was yeah i i 100 agree and it was kind of weird i i kind of regret a little bit of some of the stuff i did during the, the summer academy because i feel i guess everybody has the imposter syndrome that you were you were talking about at the very beginning of this daniel that like hey you know i'm here and everybody else is smarter than me <laughs> i know personally I, I had that feeling it, it was really really poignant in uh in, during junior year at fast because i like i showed up and everybody's there talking about stuff and I, I remember the guy in my um in my like dorm room one of them was in our one, one of the guys was in my in our team this year he was really cool rory and then um there were there, there was two other guys and it was really really weird because you know at that point everybody's <laughs> comparing gpas right try to see who's gonna get better colleges or or not gpas no sat sat and act scores right and it, it, it was really really weird and i felt really humbled actually and i felt like i did not have to belong there because i was like hey what you guys get on your sats and they're like oh yeah i got i got like a 1550 but you know i'm gonna retake it try to get that 1600 i i kid you not somebody told me that it was in my dorm room and i was like what and like everybody had above like a 1400 in my dorm room and like it it was crazy but like it, it was really really weird because afterwards i i looked back on it and i think the same thing could be said about vests you know vests it's just the matter of you applying yourself and it's like 
it's not that you didn't deserve to be there because you worked your butt off to be there, right? Mm-hmm. You are the cream of the crop of the course. So it's like, don't, everybody's there for a reason. Don't doubt yourself and don't doubt your abilities because you, you proved yourself to be there. And now you just prove a little longer and you can reap the benefits. Yeah. I think it was stressful for me too. Cause it was like, I was going into it and then I applied to be like project scientist, which is basically like for those listening who don't know is, is basically like a, the leader of the group. Um, pretty much kind of like the director, I guess, supervisor, whatever you want to call it. Um, and you know, going into it and you, I, I got that role and I was like, well, now I have to be a leader to all these people who are like a hundred times more intelligent than I am. Like two, one of them's rendering things in his computer. Another one's writing code for something, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know how to do any of this stuff. <laughs> I'm like, I can, I'm not, I'm not qualified to be able to lead this, you know, but I think, I think that's one of the most important things that the summer Academy teaches you is that no one is ever better at everything than everyone else. You know, there's no one's like that, yeah. but there's always someone who's better at something than other people, you know? And I think, I think everyone knows their thing that they're particularly good at. I think people stick to that role and know, yeah, I'm good at this. So I'm going to do this, but you're way better at that. So I'm going to let you do that. You know, I think it's a really, it's a really humbling thing. You chose that word humbling. And I think it's, it's, it definitely is. Cause it makes you realize like, okay, I know I'm good at these things, but I've learned now that, you know, how to delegate, how to let other people do what they're best at and not, Cause I'm used to school projects being yeah. like, okay, Daniel, you do all of it. And I'm going to take credit at the end, <laughs> you know? So it was like, I, I finally had this thing where it was like, yeah, I can actually, you know, focus on like what I need to do. Um, and I can rely on my, on my, you know, group members to do their jobs as well. And that was really great. I, I kind of regret actually um, some of the things I did at the, the Vestimer Academy because I specifically went in there and it, it, honestly, I don't know what it was. I think it was probably because just, being so unaccustomed to the online platform and the way that it all worked. Now, I mean, after two semesters, well, one and a half semesters, I'm, I'm pretty used to it by now. But I, I went in there and we, we were interviewed for the different positions on the team, quote unquote. It's just like you do different jobs and you, you and I, I specifically remember like at the very end, they're like, you have any questions or comments? And I'm like, yeah, I, um, despite, despite being a really like outgoing guy who loves to talk to people, love to lead stuff, love to delegate tasks and everything. I'm like, yeah, um, I I really don't want to do that, despite that being my strength. And I, I specifically said that because I just, I guess I was scared of the the new environment and I didn't want to like fail and let my teammates down. And it, it was really, it felt really weird to me because like I've, I've never turned something down like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm like, I, I did my job where I was placed. I still did my job. I did it all, but it was still, it, I, I regret that because the, the summer academies aren't about <clears throat> taking the easy way. They're about struggling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds really bad, but it, like that the whole point is you're, you're going through a hardship so that you can learn from it. Yeah. Right? And I, I, I yeah, I, I regret that a little bit. It's, it's about, it's about asking for help and, you know, and pushing yourself. Yeah. And I agree with that. It's not about, it's not about being like, oh, I'm going to sign up for the one job that I know I can do absolutely perfectly because I do this in my sleep every day or whatever. You know, it's about signing up for the role that I'm not particularly comfortable in. And when I don't know what I'm doing, being able to, you know, ask the people I'm working with, how do I do this? Or like, do you have any input? You know, and I think that was one of the biggest things I learned from it. And Matthew, you could probably talk about this as well. Um, just the kind of idea of, of delegation and splitting up work and being able to trust in other people, which is something I've never been able to do in school. Um, it's definitely about, you know, all of those things and, and it teaches you a lot about all that. Um, it was just super impactful for me. 
I mean, yeah, you guys basically just said what I was thinking in my head, so I'm not really going to like rehash it, but you know, you see, you went in, I went in there, I was like, man, I was talking to you guys at the very beginning, y'all made like, and we're all me getting to know each other, I'm like, man, these guys seem way smarter than me. I was like, maybe I'll just try not to make myself look dumb, but then by the end of the week, I was kind of like, more comfortable with you guys and just more comfortable with my position in the team and i was kind of like i think we were all just trying to like push ourselves to like you know i guess not really outperform but like kind of see how far we each can go because i think we all did really good like you know the whole project was great and like you know we had like you know competitions like we were secretly comparing our group projects to like the other teams like we're all like hey you know <laughs> we did good guys like we totally did better than like yeah not, not like that but like a fun like friendly competing because like it wasn't like a competition but you know we were yeah. all kind of like you know we did really good guys i'm glad we like all pushed ourselves and we did you know it was it was a little like looking at the person next to you like their test not the cheat but to see like how how close you are mm -hmm. and how fast you're going <laughs> you know, just to see yeah. what question they're on like not to see what answer they're putting just to see what question they're on it was like that we'd have like the group meetings and you'd be like okay we're way ahead of the rest of these groups mm -hmm. guys yeah that was that was fun you're, that was that's that's a good point yeah and i think like adding on to that i mean for me you know going through it i agree with what all of you said and so like matthew said i'm not going to you know rehash what all of you just said but you know, really, I feel like the way that was put together, even in the virtual environment, that it was still really well done, very professional. And like, it was a lot better than I expected. Like for me, it was like one of the best educational experiences I had, like in the whole year. I mean, even just experiences in general. And I'm just really glad I was able to meet you know, each of you and work with us. And like for most of us, we hadn't even known each other like going in, but we worked together like for those seven days and you know, the very long seven days, uh, you know, really going through this project, trying to, to make all of it, trying to put it all together. And definitely, like you said, almost like that imposter syndrome, it's like, dang, it's like all these people are like, like some of you all were like Val Victorians and, you know, or like, you know, with those high, you know, test scores. And I'm like, oh no, it's like, it's like all of these people are like so intelligent and like, you know, and know all this stuff and i think at the end of the day you all were playing like you know like minecraft on discord together and i'm like i don't even, I, I don't even have minecraft <laughs> and so you know just <laughs> you know going through that it was just it was really a great experience and definitely a learning experience because i did contamination and risk assessment and so i had no idea what that was going in i mean it's like you get a general idea by the title but you don't really no and even like leaving some meetings like everyone was so nice and willing to work with you and so like yeah but all the other teams team members are going in and like okay so we have this general question and they're like anyone have any questions and i'm like so can you repeat what you wanted me to do <laughs> like but i think just overall i think it was a great learning experience and i'm just really glad that we're able to have these great opportunities even in the virtual environment and that they were able to put this together at such a yeah a good pace and yeah and also that it's free of charge to us so i think that's a great part of it as well because i know that's a barrier for some people and whether or not you know they're going to do something it's like okay how much does it cost but the fact that we were able to do all of this and have it you know free and get the college credit for it. I think that's, yeah, overall, I think one of the best parts about it. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, I think the college credit was just a bonus, man. Like I, I, the, the writing skills alone made me happy. 
I had a noticeable difference after having done both of these courses. And it was, it wasn't like a little bit, it was a lot. And, and also, as bad as it is, it helped me figure out how to write papers in under an hour that were at least a beat. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You can say that again. And I'm actually kind of sad because I think, like, I had a flash drive full of all of my papers, like, uh, for that I wrote for the over the course of the year for the vest class, and I can't find oh. it. Oh, that's too bad. And I think oh, I had them like I had them backed up on a drive on my old school email, but the email got shut down, so I can't access the drive. I think my backup was like before vest started, so I lost all those papers. But you know, I still have the memory of like how to write good papers. <laughs> so I'm not really too bummed. Yeah, that's yeah, that's you know, I'm glad that we were able to really like get so much out of it and sorry that you lost your flash drive. Hopefully one day it'll reappear somewhere, but but yeah, I know for me I need to work on my, my own organization of yeah, of flash drives and what what goes where and everything. But you know, but one of the things I did want to get, you know, and sort of like as a beginning to close out. So how do you all really see, I guess, technology going forward? Like, I know we had, you touched on this a little bit, but, you know, things are changing essentially on an everyday basis now in terms of, you know, really what's going on, what's happening, what's changing. But at the same time, it feels like, you know, as we were saying earlier, it's like March, you mean March 2020? Like, you know, it's, you know, it's been such a interesting time where time is really moving both very quickly and very slowly at the same time but you know how do you all really see i guess technology progressing over the next few years and actually even like weeks and uh, months really i think i think for me there's the technology is kind of becoming like a lot of different areas of tech you know you have like your big tech so you know things that are focused on quantum computing or servers or things like that but that's that's growing like it always does even like, you know, desktop computing, that's growing like it always does. I'd say for the next few years, it's probably going to keep continuing at the pace that it's at. It's, it's you know, advancing really quickly. Um, but I also think there's a certain level of, of personal technology that's still yet to like really develop. I think technology is going to become a part of like us as people, you know, um, a lot more in the coming years. Uh, I read a book once uh, that kind of talked about this, a guy who used a really, basically in this fictional story, he used this really advanced computer to to figure out like where humans came from and where we were going and basically it figured out that like we as a species aren't going to go extinct but be replaced by like a species that's like symbiotic with with technology pretty much and while i i don't really necessarily think it'll be at that extreme in you know the coming years i think we'll definitely see a bigger growth of like things in our home and things you know on our person and stuff like that um that will be more impactful to our daily lives that will connect with other things i think will be a lot more symbiotic with technology in the coming years um especially with the pandemic and how much bigger technology is becoming a part of our lives i definitely think that will become a bigger part of everyone's lives uh very soon yeah i think we'll see the growth of uh, smart home stuff for sure in, in terms of that and then like you were saying daniel on your person stuff i know like what apple watches um it, oh oh that that's a good one microsoft released a, a concept trailer for for something recently i don't know the exact name i'll look up here in a minute but it was like basically glasses that allowed you to do ar vr experiences in your like in your house 
And that that I I think if that takes off, of course, again, if um, that that would change the way that we work. I mean, right now we've already seen right. We've had a lot of big companies go like. I mean, do you really need to go cross country to meet with that guy for half a day? Right? Let's just do it on a Zoom call. Yes, Hololens, Brandon. Thank you. Yeah, it's. I, I think we're gonna see. We're gonna see a lot less travel. I think. I think we're gonna see people staying at home, working at home, working from home. I know my father already does it. I mean, I'm doing school from home, right? I think we're going to see that. I mean, you'll still see some some professions go back to work physically, but at the same time, some of the more like office oriented jobs, I don't think you'll necessarily see go back to the office or not as often because in reality, what's the purpose of it, right? You can just throw everything into a Zoom call or some proprietary software call and then you know, you can talk about it and you can do it from the mm -hmm. safety, security and comfort of your own home. Um, and other than that, I think, I don't know. Um, yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know much else. I mean, I think social media is going to continue to stay an integral part of our lives. It's not really it, at this point. It's already kind of people are obsessed with it. <clears throat> I don't see that changing at all. But uh, yeah, that, that's that's my opinions. I, th I think quantum computing could get really big uh, here in the near future once we really start to unlock that a little more. Um, I've heard a lot of people think that. I, I think I think one of the biggest things is like that people have been looking at is even just encryption or like just basic mm. password stuff. The way quantum computing works, it, it, it annihilates the whole point of passwords that we had as we know them, right? Like because <laughs> the idea of a password is that a traditional computer would take forever to be able to guess it because there's so many possible permutations of numbers and letters because yeah. of how a quantum computer works it could figure out a traditional password in like two seconds so like our entire way we encode and encrypt and use passwords and stuff like that quantum computing would blow all that out of the water and i think just impacts and things like that i mean who knows what else it would be able to accomplish um, I think we'll probably see that in the coming years because there's more and more people going into quantum computing and, and studying it and learning about it. Um, I think we could definitely see that start to start to blossom a little bit here in the near in the near future. What do you guys think about um, artificial intelligence? Do you think we'll ever get like true AI before we die, like in our lifetime? I hope not. Um, I think that there's a potential. We already kind of kind of see it a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. uh, well, at least we, we see signs of semi-sentience with ai i mean they made their own uh what, what what was it they made their own language and then we couldn't understand what they were saying mm -hmm. i remember that was a big thing a couple years ago that was that was facebook that, chatbot yeah. right that was the chatbot or whatever or, that or, sounds right yeah or like the, the the smart bot or something yeah it was it was the two robots that they had talked to each other yeah. and it was like the first time anyone had done that and then all of a sudden they started speaking gibberish, and then we figured out that they had devised their Dude, own language. That's kind of scary. <laughs> so they unplugged them. So they unplugged them, and they have since not yeah. not plugged them back in ever again because they were doing that. Yeah. I personally don't don't like the idea of artificial intelligence. I I, I, uh, I mean we already kind of see. Granted, we already see a lot of like really sketchy movies that are like, yeah, you know. Artificial intelligence brings down the end, brings about the end of the world, you know, Terminator, Terminator style. <laughs> I don't think if that happened, it'd be that crazy, but I don't, I personally don't like the idea of it. I, I understand why they're doing it. And I don't know, an AI on a leash is probably the best thing I could ask for. 
Yeah. But yeah. like not a leash, like 20 leashes. <laughs> yeah. Like a chain. <laughs> In a cage. Yeah. In a dungeon. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I totally agree. Yeah. I think... I, I, I like AI in the context of saying, okay, Google, <laughs> yeah, well, what's that. the weather tomorrow? <laughs> I don't I don't like it in the context of, you know, it's a living, bre- like pretty much a living thing that has thoughts and emotions yeah, and like, wants me to die. You know, I don't really like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't like 2001, uh, 2001 AI. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, but, you know, I think not. we're oh, like a long way, unless, you know, Elon Musk is like a big perpetrator, not perpetrator, but like he's like pushing the AI, like AI. Mm-hmm. the agenda and stuff so maybe we'll see it and who knows how that'll turn out a big proponent of it yeah mm-hmm. hopefully that they'll be just like normal people and not like want to try to take over like cybernet yeah i hope i hope not i, I, I think we're a long not. ways off so we don't have nothing to worry about for now yeah hopefully hopefully yeah we're all hoping that yeah ai is not going to take over like that now i do know that we can use certain you know, different ais in certain capacities certain other capacities such as machine learning where you know where it's just essentially there to assist you and not necessarily take over the world we hope as of right now but you know it's really it's really interesting going forward you know just really being able to see you know what's happening what's changing and you know really just being able to fully understand the world as yeah as we see and really how far you know we can really take things and and adding to what you said daniel yeah i i much like to just be able to say the okay google or yeah ask alexa something in fact i had to go mute alexa before i i started here because i didn't want to go ahead and go off on on the call but yeah it's just really that yeah idea that we're we're just moving at such a fast rate that we really don't even know what to expect for like tomorrow let alone like mm-hmm. 10 years from now yeah i i get kind of like the Jurassic Park thing of like we got so busy asking if we could, then we didn't stop to really think to ask if we like should. I think I think like it's cool to study it and learn about it, but I do think there has to be a point at some point where we all stop for a second and say like, okay, yeah, we're getting darn close here. <laughs> so like, do we want to finish this? You know, is this is this a path we want to go all the way down, or do we want to just stop where we are? You know, and make shop here. Um, and hopefully that happens. Will it? I don't know. Um, but I would I would be happy to see that kind of happen and have people take pause for a moment and think, okay, maybe this isn't a great idea, or maybe it is. You know, it, we'll see where we are in the future. But um, you know, I definitely think as of right now, I, I would like to take pause and think about it for a little while as a society. Yeah, I mean, all I know is that most <laughs> of the science fiction that I know of, the uh, the big things are don't plug it into the internet. Uh, what else is it? Don't let it make its own robots or, or do anything because then you have bad Those are all good points. And yeah. um, don't give it any sort of security clearance. Makes me think of Terminator and Ultron. That's about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about Ultron when you, you know, when you had said that, you know, I guess that's from you know, binge watching the MCU because there's not really much else to do at this point, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to, Terminator, Ultron, Dune, bro, everything. But yeah, but like I said, it is always um, amazing to speak to you all. And are there any last, I guess, comments, questions, anything um, up for discussion before we go ahead and close out now? I th- I think I'm good. Yeah, thank you very much. This yeah. was great. Yeah, thanks. It's, it was an honor. I was really glad to be here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Thank you for having us on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm always you know, very glad to have you all 
and I can't wait to speak to you all again in the future. And, you know, who knows, maybe if we all have time again, maybe we can do this again before the end of the year. Hopefully. That would be nice. I like, you know, thoughtful discussion here. It's just nice to reconnect too. So yeah, hopefully we can. I would love that. Yeah, because I feel like that'd probably be like a great winter break thing or something. For sure. Oh, yeah. Keep us posted. But yeah. Yeah, keep us posted. Keep us in the loop for sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, absolutely. Thank you all so much for being here. I truly, truly appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. It was an honor to be a guest. Thank you. Absolutely. Please. Thank you. Yeah. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Stay safe. Stay well. And we'll see you all later. <laughs>